0: All right, guys, welcome back to the Broken Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Henry Portillo. My co-host, Sebastian Morales. And today, guys, we have a, another special guest. Now, he's not as special like that, but yeah, he's a, a little, little bit <laughs> special <laughs> oh, to God. my heart. Um, this gentleman here, we worked together. We, uh, we used to work for a semi-truck tire company. Oh, well, he used to work there. I don't work there, but uh, uh, we, I met through him Him through there. Um, we created a uh, good I I feel like a good friendship, good relationship. Uh, but yeah, man, say so what's up, David. What's going on, guys?
1: My name is uh, my name is David I'm David Meisner. This guy, this guy's my family.
0: Yeah, <laughs> David Meisner. I totally forgot your last name. Is. How dare you? Yeah, that's crazy. I just called you family. Can you believe this? Guy yeah, oh, God, that's, pretty, that's, that's disappointing, been... Henry. I'm yeah. done with you. Yeah, I swear. But um, yeah, I've always had thoughts of having David on, David and another coworker on. Um, but he couldn't make it just for family issue, uh, not family issue, but just, he has a family to take care of. Mm -hmm. So he couldn't came here, but David was free. Thankfully, um, David likes to talk. Um, we had a lot of deep conversations at work. Yeah. We used to get in trouble for talking so much at work. Yeah, that is true. Because we would have to, to, I guess, point perspective of what we did at the time. We were both techs so we would like change tires and we have to meet a quote like say we have to change this mount oh my god yeah this mount and mount 150 semi truck tires and like 110 degree freaking
1: wish man yeah nowadays they're like oh hey do like 30 and takes us like a day and a half I swear but Mm -hmm. it's like you know we because like we have we're doing we're pulling in a lot of temp people in and as as y'all would assume with temp people no experience yeah none like m- most of them you would assume like have you at least seen a tire at all i said no you know <laughs> like no. but instead uh no we have to we have to teach him we actually had this one guy he lasted 15 minutes he quit i just straight up he said like, this is it i'm done with this shit." He didn't even say anything didn't he didn't like, just leaves. he you know, didn't like tip his hat you know he just straight up like he got put in the 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 scrap trailer or whatever and uh and like we were, you know, we were doing, you know, calls and calls and calls and calls, and so not all of us were were there. And um, he, who shall not be named, was in uh, his office, and so just no one was there to necessarily babysit him. But he's a grown person; he shouldn't have to. But nevertheless, we were very, very clear and concise on what he needed to do. And it's it's you did it, you did it before, right? You know, scrap trailer, just stack oh, the stuff up. It's easy, yeah. or at least it's straightforward rather. Yeah, and. We just literally turn our back for one second. And you know, it wasn't hot. Like it was before Texas started to preheat, you know? Yeah. It was very, very just maybe eighty degrees. Not bad. Um, and it was overcast. It was fine. So he goes in there and we turn our back for one second, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to uh, go to my car to get something for, for lunch or whatever and it wasn't even lunch time, it was like ten, but whatever. Who cares? And he turns his car on, we're like K, whatever. Maybe he wants to get some AC. He's
0: gone. <laughs> AC he yo, straight
1: balanced. He yeah. immediately, and we're like, we're, we're just dying. Yeah. We're dying. We're in tears. We went to go. Um, and we're like, he's, yo, he just dipped. Yeah. Damn. He's dead. So yeah. Like, you
0: know. And I don't blame him. Honestly, like that job, <laughs> you know what <laughs> I I'm saying? don't blame him. That job is one of the hardest jobs. You ever have ever had. Part the hardest job, yeah. and I mean he knows because like when I, because when I first started there, it was a team of six. I'll never forget it. It was me, yeah, you, Garrett. I don't care about the name of names. Your boy, Garrett, your
1: boy Jose, Drew, yeah, my
0: brother, yeah, and, and then Tyler joined later after yeah. Garrett got. Fired. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And that was it. And we had to, dude. We had to. It was just okay. To put in perspective, guys, for you guys who are listening, it was team of six. In reality, it was just me and David doing everything because <laughs> my brother Jose and uh, Andrew would be gone, doing stuff and then like changing yeah, tires. Yeah, and, and, and then yeah. Garrett would be driving, doing whatever. Maybe. And then, uh, and then of. someone. Oh, uh what's his name? The balancer, air guy, uh, Cheyenne. Cheyenne was doing air oh, all oh, day yeah. you,
1: The one that you would always go Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's the one that he's like I He's I like
1: know. he's the definition of country Yeah like super Oh perfect. my <laughs> gosh
0: But It was literally just me and David They'd be like alright guys today Like we'll be changing lockers And like Steve walking He's like He's like good morning gentlemen He's like today we're gonna do 200 dismount freaking smiling like Thor Yeah he looked like Thor. So you guys yeah. just
2: when you say dismount to uh, to make sure they understand what that is, dismount I mean, just,
1: so we we would just we would uh lay the the semi truck wheel and tire. It's uh, the tires already mounted on the wheel. And we would just, you know, lay down on its face but you, you know like the part where you mm-hmm. mount it to the actual uh to the semi truck and then we would pour uh soapy water on it and just take the tower. Yeah off. the lube pretty, yeah. pretty pretty, oh, okay. pretty so yeah, just yeah, taking we, okay yeah so yeah, we yeah. So we
0: take off the tires, we sort them out, and then we change the valve stems. Yeah. That takes forever. And yeah. then and then putting the new tires in and then airing up the tires.
1: Yeah and, <laughs> and you, you know you know one thing <laughs> getting busy. I, one thing that I found is pretty consistent, um especially with our job but just with every with every job I feel like it is with just um, like we were talking about beforehand with just in regards to things that managers that haven't that never really touched the or rather done the things that we do out there um, they just don't take into consideration certain things that just take time yeah you know they're like hey you have to have it done by this time it's like okay cool we'll do our best Stuff comes up. We'll have we'll have customers come in that need to be done right there, and then they still expect like they'll pull us off or whatever, and they'll still expect everything to get done in the same amount of time with less workers on it, less supplies, less stuff. To, you know, and y'all y'all get the point. And it's kind of like well, they, they get mad at us, and they're like, yo, what the hell? It's like well, what do, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. What do you expect? You're you're pre- giving us less stuff to you know. You're giving us. You're making us less prepared. And you're getting mad at us for, you know, returning, you know, less than, you know, less than what we're able to do. And so, you know, I, I can go on and on
0: about, you know, a bunch of other stuff. Which I'm yeah. sure I will, but no, I mean that job, like I said, I'm not going to say a company, but um, it was a good, it was a, for me, so I worked there for six months and then I disappeared for a year and then I returned. And Henry uh, was
2: tanning. Yeah, I was. Like, I got dark. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> <you> I looked <was>, like <laughs> this couch. <laughs> this, man was, yeah. this man was tanning heavy. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're you're a whole different man. If My I didn't man. know you personally, I wouldn't be able to tell who the yeah. fuck you were. My man over here is a shadow. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah for real. he was tanning heavy, and all the guys were like, dude, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah. And just working out in the sun all day. Yeah. What was the hardest part of the job? What do you say? The hardest, like the what, when you hear them Man, say, the "Hey, you gotta thing.
1: do this," you're like, so, "Fuck!" So there are several things you could do, like the, the 17 fives Those things can oh, be, those things can God. be, those things can can be difficult. Yeah, until you they're learn. not fun, they're not. but the like I used to hate them. Mm-hmm. I used to hate them, but now I can knock like ten out at a time. Yeah. Um, it's the seasons when texas decides to be texas the way texas does yeah. when, you know whenever you know the the devil tries to you know show up during summer it's like okay this is it, that's yeah. what sucks. it's Dude. the extreme weather it's conditions. Fuck, it's man, you much. know when, like you remember whenever it was really cold yeah. like when, whenever oh, it gets yeah. cold at this job not just in the area at this job for some reason the the everything is amplified to like 11. so say cold cold here in normal day-to-day life is like ooh that's a little nipply right at the job you pour the 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 soap on it freezes yeah immediately slush if not solid and right now it's, it's very you know appropriate because like i said texas is you know preheating and so we're over here the the temperature is 100 but um, I saw this. I saw this uh, stat or whatever that it was. I think it was done by Weather Channel, maybe Weather App or something like that. But uh, the temperature on tarmac while it's uh, while it's say like 95 to 100 in the air, mm-hmm. it's 125 on the tarmac. So everything that is touching that, it's not touching 100. It's touching about 125, 130. Not, yeah. yeah, and so so it's it's the conditions that's really yeah. Normal.
0: It gets pretty hot and. What, to put things in, in, in perspective again for you guys You know These are semi-truck tires These aren't fucking like Regular <laughs> like, Yeah like These yeah. So just a tire is like what well, 100 pounds Yeah so so I was going to actually touch on okay. that. so So,
1: so um,
0: A normal A normal
1: tire The normal run of the mill Tire Like 295 Like 70 225 um, Those are about 120 130 pounds Yeah Damn and then the aluminum The light ones The ones that everyone can Oh yeah it's easy It's, yeah, it's easy up. It's about 50 pounds
0: Yeah The steel ones Like 80 And that's without a rim That's just the old tire Yeah
1: No no, no. Well, What are you talking about with the rim? The, the wheel is 80 pounds oh, okay. itself. Wow. And then so both
0: of those together Is about 200 pounds Yeah 200 pounds And you know You just keep on getting bigger from there It's really yeah. annoying yeah. So we would have to One of the things I hated Was stacking tires Would When we were putting up tires and putting them back in the storage, we would have to stack them ten high. Yeah, like I could never back. do ten high like by myself. I would have to, like my brother. Mm. That motherfucker walk in and be like, Ye like nothing." Yeah. I'm like, "What?" Do you, remember, do you remember when uh,
1: <laughs> with when the uh well, vice president of the company came down to help us launch the store, and your you know your brother talks smack, as as your brother will right? Yeah, love you, Jose. Um, and he would uh, the guy he he challenged him he was like, "Oh hey, I bet you know I bet I could uh." Me and my three hundred wrist surgeries that he had. He's like, over here. I bet I could, you know, outstack you like what was it three fifteen? Not three fifty It was a uh, the two. what the waste lugs. So like it, they're kind of like similar to like mud terrain tires, mm-hmm. but they're like the tread itself is that thick.
2: God damn. Yeah,
1: and so those are about probably good like almost two hundred. Yeah, those so. are. And yeah, he's like over grass. here like oh look I do like four fifteen like the freaking the the super single ones that are the size of tyler yeah yeah <laughs> how so, far yeah. did you guys
2: have to drive out there is it a far like for job site pretty far
1: no it's, i know so, so um y'all are pretty close to nrh right yeah. northwestern hills yep it's like like 10 minutes
0: from there oh yeah, it's not yeah, that, like, that far it's like far. you're heading 287 right yeah 287, 287 and you hit uh three six or something south yeah yeah, Damn. something like that. Oh, so, okay. And yeah.
2: they expect y'all to stack this by yourselves? Like you're just supposed to
1: chunk these shits? Yeah, well so so I mean it's not that hard once you get the once you get the technique. Um yeah. it's kind of like you you use your use the size and shape of the tire mm-hmm. to launch it or roll rather roll it up your body. So you're not lifting it itself. Mm. you you know, crap out your spine. It, it you literally you just pick it up and you kind of roll it up your body and then you kind
0: of do like that. I mean, and so I can't really show it. No, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. It's just a it. technique. It's just think about it like yeah. if we're like power cleaning or like deadlifting, just yeah. keeping your back straight, using your hips. Yeah, you know, it's just and it's so I, I remember. Like, and it's crazy because I remember like I I think you had it. I think you ever had it. I had two incidents where I almost passed out. Oh, the, dude! The absolutely, he. absolutely. Because yeah. of the he alone. Yeah, we're yeah, like yeah. my legs go numb. Yeah, and I'm like Tone
1: of vision. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> so, so this is kind of a, a not a cool story, but it's a story nonetheless. It Was the first summer we ever had there. So, Jose, you remember Jose? He threw up a couple times.
0: I remember that, you telling that was, me that at yeah. the end, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. At oh, the at store. the store. At yeah. the store. So
1: it was back when we had all those the the like small trailers, the pups mm. that we had full of stuff, and um, it was when. Uh, the regional manager you know who um someone stepped and he was he was kind of in charge of, of everything and and so uh jose and i we were we did like 253 or whatever it was dismounts and mounts so we got there at like six we left there at like seven
2: Holy shit.
1: And no, normal, normal hours, hours for that time was like uh, eight, seven or eight, and then um, to about four. So, we had overtime. Um, and so, he, the person I mentioned, kind of, um, he, you know, former military, um, which I'm not crapping on military. I'm very, very pro, but this, this aspect isn't, I don't think it's applicable to people who aren't even let's be honest really adults yet mm. um nor are they in the shape for you know for that kind of training and so i say that to say this jose and everyone else was nauseous but jose threw up like he had to go you know behind or in between trailers and he just emptied himself because it, it was hot and we yeah. you know Gatorade water None of that Like there, you know, Y'all you have At least seen Or experienced People where like They're so dehydrated You have to just Take a second At yeah. least Or go home At this point point. And so Jose and I Did all You know Did that by ourselves Everyone else was busy And he was just Completely just done And, and the other guy He didn't care He didn't He was like Oh you know You have to get You have to get it done
2: Holy shit, man. Yeah. That is some yeah. brutal shit. The hardest job I ever done was just a side gig of fireworks. We had to we had to go in this little trailer. I didn't realize that was the first time I've ever been in like a like not a trailer, but like um a storage Kinda Like a pod. Yeah. A pod, pod, a container. Yeah. I, I did not realize it can how hot how extra high it gets in there. Bro, that was the worst. Next, I didn't show up. I worked with Uber that day. Yeah. Uber hit me up saying, "Like, yo, Dallas has a little side gig of fireworks. You just gotta move them." And bro, it was hot, and it was like in the middle of nowhere. And the worst thing about it is, I hate wasps. But bro, over there, out in the country, out like nowhere,
1: huge ones, huge yeah.
2: motherfuckers. I yeah. was like, they will fly in my face. And I would, I know I can't freak out. Or they're gonna, or the wasps are gonna fucking just sting me. So I'm just like, letting them buzz around my face. I'm like, are you just like. The guy was told us like just slowly like just wave your hand to get them away. I'm like this sucks.
1: You're
0: I'm like, can sure. I just log off and be done? Yeah.
2: Mm. And it's just so hot. And I was like, damn. So I can't imagine y'all doing that on the yeah, daily. Say, and, imagine doing. I, mean, that, I couldn't do that. Filling
0: yeah. up a full, stacking up a full trailer. Like all day. Oh, so you're inside trailers God, as well? Bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're you burning hot. Like, a
1: a refrigerated trailer.
2: I've heard of those, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Imagine that in the heat. Fuck. Yeah. And I remember every day, like, I would cramp up really bad because yeah. you lose so much fucking water. Yeah. And, and you're not yeah. saying you have to get electrolytes. Yeah, you have point. to get electrolytes because it was just so hot. Yeah. So six Good months, time. you lasted. But when I returned, it was much better <laughs> for me <laughs> because I was a driver. So. <laughs> when I came back. Yeah, when was, I came back. You
1: know What's funny is that, is that everybody, I mean, everybody up to that certain regional yeah. was begging for him on the phone to come back. Damn. Cause, well, because like at that point we were still kind of a family. Yeah. Like everyone crapped on each other, but we all like yeah. laughed.
0: Yeah, that is true. There, they, they took me. And actually, fun fact for you to know, David, I, the only reason why you came back was because of him. Because I was talking to him. I don't know if you remember this, but I kept I was talking to him like, hey, they're like telling me to go back, and obviously he pays really well. Mm. And I was like, and he was telling me, he's like, dude, you're always talking about how you gotta gotta be a better person, you gotta swallow your pride and just go back. Yeah, that's
2: what that that was Henry's worst concern was like um he feels like if he went back to a job, he feel like he failed, and then he yeah. came back. I was like, that's not really the case, man. Like it just depends on what point of life you're in. Like if you if it's a better opportunity for you to get some better money, I mean, take it. Like no one's gonna shun you for com for leaving and coming back. Or, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, don't
0: know, I personally don't think someone and, was shun you. And it was. I mean, a better position. I was driving, and
2: yeah, I understand plus, if you left yeah. in a bad way, like mm. you said, "fuck everybody here." Like, yeah, yeah. that would be embarrassing yeah. to come yeah.
1: back, or like if or, or like if somebody <laughs> did you bad. Yeah. yeah, that'd yeah. be embarrassing if yeah. you
2: did that. Like, and you go back, that's some that's
0: and some it, shit. And <laughs> it felt weird going back, but it was awesome because I got to meet new people, Manny, yeah. Raul. I used to talk to Raul, yeah, once in a while. Um, you guys got a bigger crew, uh, Demon- Demonio.
1: Yeah, he's gone. I
0: know, I heard yeah. it. Man. But uh, just man, a lot new people.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, and, and another thing that that kind of I think is applicable to that is like suffering builds character. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like, if you're if you're put through adversity, I mean, all of the most admirable people, you know, Rogan, Willink, Mister Jocko, yeah, Jocko, you know. Horrifying stuff mm-hmm. that they, you know, that they've been through, and and, and I'm sure everybody here has, has a very, very tough story, right? Um, and you know, you wouldn't wish it on anybody else because you went through it. You're like, I, I hate that. Yeah, you know, sucked, but yeah. made you a better person. Yeah. And so it's kind of like you know, swallowing your pride. You
0: know, it,
1: it, it has its own benefits. I would say.
0: No, yeah, you and know. it and it did, and I, and I'm glad I went back. And other reasons why I had to leave. Sadly, I had to leave. Cause when they moved to a new warehouse, man, I'm like, I'm fucking done, bro. Oh, yeah, It just got so bad. Cause he was there. We mm-hmm. so basically we moved to a new warehouse because the company bought another company mm-hmm. and it became fucking huge. We moved to a new warehouse that was further from my house, and there's just too many managers, too many bosses telling me what to do. Yeah, it became more corporate. Than yeah, family. more corporate. Micromanagement. Yeah. Oh, dude, absolutely. That shit oh, yeah. sucks,
1: oh, bro. Nobody yeah.
2: enjoys my micro- And the worst part is, is like, when the managers micromanage. They think it's so easy to do the amount of work like you were mentioning, like um like taking care of customers and not having enough time. Yeah. Like they just say it uh, pretty much out of their ass, I feel like, 'cause like like I work a corporate job. So but when I hear managers and like higher ups talking about numbers and stuff like that, I was like, bro, like you gotta realize how clients see us and how it's not easy and shit like that and Yeah, yeah it's weird
1: yeah contacts matters yeah
2: it yeah. doesn't the thing is it just bypasses managers because it's like a whole like process of okay my manager tells me this because their manager is forcing them to say this yeah and it just goes up and up and up and I should i hate i hate micromanagement yeah i
1: mean and it's like i do yeah, i completely agree and and that's where you know i don't i i feel like People need to, you know, when it comes to being a leader, you have to obviously have experience in it, yeah. but also get, get trained, like get absolutely baptized in being a good leader. Um, like go invest in your company with leadership. Uh, what is it? Uh, like classes. Yeah. Get there's people, legit training for that. Yeah, yeah. Get, get, like I mentioned Jocko Willink. He has the uh, echelon front. Yeah, you know, taking extreme ownership to coin a term of his to like, hey, look, this is my team. Yes, maybe maybe these guys didn't execute the plan correctly, but they did Maybe they didn't understand the vision that I had for it. Maybe maybe I didn't articulate it well, and so they were just doing what they what they heard. Maybe I, as the manager team, you know, t- team leader or whatever could have been out there involving myself in it, seeing the little things that get in the way of everything. So I get a better understanding of it. So I can then communicate that up the chain of command. Yeah. And so they don't come down on me. They get a, they get a taste of what it is. They're like, okay, I got you. Don't worry about it. Do what you have to do.
2: Yeah. I feel that. Especially like, well, I don't know if y'all have been like keeping up with like, do y'all have LinkedIn?
0: I have it. I I have it. I don't use it. Yeah. If you
2: go in there, like you see a bunch of posts right lately about layoffs. And oh, like absolutely. it dude so like it's public information, so I can say this. But like when Robin Hood, I don't want to get fucking fired. <laughs> wow. It's like, hey, we heard your podcast, you're fired. Um oh, but Rob right with when Robin Hood let go nine percent, I was like, Holy shit. I was like it it was crazy. I can't really go into the details how they announced it, but how they um just how they did it, I was like, Holy shit, that's bullshit. Mm. Um on like um it could have been planned a lot better, but, I um, and also like, for example, like Coinbase people left their jobs, good jobs. I'm talking about they left like Facebook or Ooh. Google, Microsoft to go to Coinbase. Yep. I'm, sh- I'm assuming they were paying a lot more money for them, right. for those programmers or engineers. And they, at the time before they got to start, they withdrew their application Say, said, Hey, we can't hire you anymore, Ooh. bro. Do you know how that hard that is? You yeah. left your job. To go to a better job and then that job says, hey, I'm sorry we can't do it because of what's like going on with crypto. And, like that's why they that's why a lot of crypto companies are laying people off is because mm-hmm. crypto's like fucking down bad. And just knowing that a company can do that, I'm like, holy shit, I understand it's a company, it's a business. They need to do what's right for the business. But just knowing that they can just do that without like, hey, sorry. And then you're fucked. Cause at the end of the day, for corporate jobs to me, this is my personal views of corporate job, you're just a number. Like never think a company has your back because at the end of the day, if they need to lay you off, they
3: will.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I I can, I can certainly agree with that to a degree and and also see why people, you know, think that and look, companies are going to company like companies will company when they need to. But at the end of the day, it's also they're made of people and stuff happens in the world. Yeah. You know, you can't, can't stop bad things from going on. Um. and you know you, you have to kind of be prepared and you, you can never be too prepared but you can never be prepared enough yeah. you know layoffs gonna happen I got laid off whenever this whole you know certain virus happened Um, for like two three weeks was it yeah and were you still working there about that time no, but I heard I heard that they, yeah like the first layoffs or whatever it was I got laid off I guess it was um, a little vacation like, yeah ish mm-hmm. about two three weeks worth and i didn't prepare and anything like that because i didn't know it was going to happen yeah you know you would think that oh you know the the something the, something so closely related to the industry that provides food water everything that the literally the wheels of the entire nation something so closely related to that would be safe to, to work at. but no no i mean just stuff happens man no
2: yeah it, it's brutal and it's very sad because like and that's why you hear a lot of people like, and it's true. Like uh, I, I learned that from like other, like on LinkedIn actually was like, um, I think also Mark Cuban talked about a lot of like the rich people talk about like how you have to have an emergency savings, mm. Like you got to teach these like at a young age, man. Cause like some people get caught out of the blue Absolutely. and like, like when that happened, when Robin hood announced that they were laying 9% off, I purchased a car. I was like, fuck. I was like, shit, shit, shit. Like what the fuck am I going to do? And I was like, it's just like those things that we I've never experienced it. Cause mm. I mean, my parents have like in the past with the whole crash of the 01 and then 2001. And then of course the 2008. Right. Um, but like, holy shit, we're like, how many more crises does my, our generation have to go through? Like we got the virus situation that happened and now everybody's freaking the fuck out about a recession. Mm. and, I uh, don't know. Everything's going, like, crazy. I don't know if y'all saw Twitter, but I told you yesterday, but, like, 10,000 cattle just fucking died because of the heat. Yeah. Like, I think in Kansas or some shit. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, dude. This is, like... And, and it hailed in fucking Mexico City in June. I'm like, damn. This is wild. Yeah. 20... I thought 2022 is gonna be a little bit different but i guess it just added a little, yeah, a, little a little change to yeah. it and just like turn up it, the notch yeah it just yeah. like said we're yeah. gonna we're gonna put it up a notch and i don't know man but then again like as everybody knows like uh the economy is a cycle it's cyclical so who knows because like in our in and this is my opinion um but for how the housing market is i think it's absolutely almost impossible for uh, younger people to get a home mm-hmm. or, like, or extremely hard. I'll say that not impossible, it can happen, but extremely hard getting outbid by corporate. And that's why I think I don't know if y'all agree with this, but do you think it's right that big companies I'm talking about investment firms can buy properties?
1: Oh, like BlackRock, and yeah, like, that's entirely. I, I absolutely hate those people, like, and it's dude, not it's crazy like, now, and it's not because they're companies or because of whatever, it's because it's like they're. It's it's to build a permanent renter's class. Yeah. Um, it's a it's control grab. And, and it's a matter of they're going to they come in. They, you know, say a house is worth 225 or 250 fucking... whatever it is. And they're going to go ahead and offer like a screw you big amount. Yeah. So that's something that the person who's selling it can't – um. Can't say no to yeah exactly yeah. It's, like, it's like okay hey you, you want two hundred you want two and a quarter or two and a half whatever all right cool I'll offer you um, three times that yeah just so that they can rent it out permanently and then keep raising the rates yeah um so that like I said it's it's a permanent renters deal and so yeah I absolutely hate that
2: yeah I was saying Henry about that I was like dude when a when an investment firm buys a house that house will never go back in the market as a selling house like a house to be sold mm. that will forever be a renters that will go either an investment firm rent it out to a family or airbnb type of shit like that that house will never go back for sale once and i saw an article about like some firms that were backed up by goldman's like not directly or indirect. i don't know really i guess indirectly but they bought 81 or 87 houses in florida Damn, that's a whole fucking neighborhood, bro. Yeah,
0: basically, they just
2: bought a whole fucking neighborhood, and I'm just like, dude, that's gonna be a. Basically, they're making a whole new category of apartments. Like, hey, guess what? If you don't like apartments, you can rent out a house, and it's like a whole community of people renting and shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and they're yeah. trying to do that everywhere. Yeah,
2: my, it, it's crazy. Like it, my mom's house, we at, we've had so many different neighbors that obviously meant like, okay, these are renters. Like, there's nobody that really owns the house there except us and it's like we we've asked like the whole line and it's crazy to me that it's just it's allowed to do that like it's for it it shouldn't be there should be either a cap like okay your firm has invested this much percentage in your property like i get there has to be a compromise right at some point people are gonna say no corporate investment firms shouldn't do that and then some people are gonna say no they should be able to do that but there has to be a compromise of like dude like if your percentage of like how's like how much housing you've bought mm. Like there has to be a cap Cause you gotta leave the rest For like Legit families Yeah Like and They're just gonna say Oh we rent them out And it's crazy to me like With This whole situation Of like Like you said BlackRock Investment friends Offering such a shit ton of money To say like To force other buyers out And now all apartments Are coming out of the blue I'm like damn They're just literally making Like you said A renter's class Like yeah. At some point It'll be Like a status if you own your own home. Like oh you don't you own your house. That's yeah, like a, that's, yeah, crazy. that's crazy. That's crazy own your own home. And who knows? I mean, of course with uh with the the economy being cyclical, uh maybe the recession if it happened, I'm not saying I mean at some point it will happen. I don't know when. Nobody knows the future, right? But maybe that's opportunity for our generation to once everything's a little bit lower, but who knows? Yeah. I mean I was about to say yeah. so
1: so first of all, I mean so pe- so people I've heard things and again I, I don't know, nothing's necessarily set in stone. But um people are saying around the end of summer, like summer ish, end of summer, something like that. Yeah, I've know. heard twenty twenty three, beginning of twenty twenty three as well. Yeah, so we do exactly so we yeah, don't know. But
3: knows.
1: they do say this, this is completely consistent across across the board over you know, across history. In regards to recessions and so on and so forth, more millionaires are made in recessions yeah. than than during any time period in history. So you're right. Yeah, it's whenever people are prepared, whenever people um, prepare for other people and help other people and get together. Yeah, it's it's gonna be very beneficial in the long term. You just kind of have to to band together. You can't you can't be a loner with this. You can't be. Community yeah. has to be top.
2: No, that's what's crazy, and that's what i'm like damn bro i guess this is my first uh when the recession happens this is my first one we go through (laughs) it's just crazy to me like Mm -hmm. just seeing how many like layoffs be happening and shit and uh, i'm like fuck man i was like how worse can it get
0: because he told me like um he works i work for robin i think i caught that yeah yeah i I said earlier (laughs) but yeah he was telling me that when they had that um layoff they had a big meeting can you explain the whole meeting thing not really i'm not gonna explain that yeah it's, oh, not, anyways, it's not. It's, it's just an announcement. You know, it's, it's kind it, of irrelevant. Yeah. yeah, it's just an
2: announcement, and like it's it's just nerve wracking. It's nerve
0: wracking, so. and like, like he was telling me he knew someone. Yeah, and that he just bought. Can I say that? He,
2: yeah, it's not really any details. Okay. We, I, I knew someone in my job that bought a house a week Literally. before the that happened, and he got let go. Jeez. I was like, well, that's I can't. Fucking sucks. I,
0: I, dude, I'd get. Yeah, I'd be like, damn, what, like, what do I do? Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: well, it, what, what's really unfortunate about all the, about that kind of situation is that that happens all the time.
0: Yeah, that happens all the time.
1: Yeah. Oh man, it's 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 yeah, it's fuck. It's depressing,
0: dude. But <laughs> but um, to kind of shift this conversation because it got a little so, depressing. Yeah, I did get a little um, <laughs> I love <you> guys. something <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> something that I'm interested to talk about, and one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you in. Uh, it's cool, you man. I <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nah. So, I remember in 2019, and I hope you're okay with me saying this. I'm what? Um, in 2019, I remember when I first met you and we mm-hmm. worked together. Yes, sir. I felt like you're very um, you're different back then. You're I felt like you're more angry. Can I say that? Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay. I'm
1: completely shameless.
0: Okay. So, you were very angry. You you had things going on in your life. Yeah, you know. As mm-hmm. we all do. Yes, human. But I will say this When I came back You were different mm. You're You just You just know When someone's different right Their aura yeah. The way they think They speak How they feel mm. And I don't know If you want to talk about That journey Of how you went From like 2019 You were Dealing with a lot of stuff You know Yeah Um Dude, yeah, dude, hell yeah, dude, absolutely, I don't mind, because um, I'm sure it'll
1: probably help somebody else, so, yeah. I, I, so ho- I, I hope so, so rather, someone can relate that's what we to strive
2: it. for, that's why, even the last episode, we told him, like, because our guest was nervous to, like, he's he, he was worried that he was boring, but I was like, dude, you could have inspired somebody, or and that's the same everything's case, everything's like, boring
1: mm-hmm. to someone, but it's more, it's interesting to someone else, yeah, exactly, so, there um, you go, amen, um, so, yeah, I mean, and this isn't to kind of shove it on anybody, but um, between that time period, so I was with somebody at that time period, I, I guarantee she's not listening to this, so who cares, right? Yeah, so so her name was Grace. Really the one time. She yeah. <laughs> yeah. one time she's actually listening. Like, no, at the this fuck? point, that'd be hilarious. No, yeah. um, so at this point, um, I was with her, and we'd been together for seven years, on and off, but still seven years nonetheless. We were uh, high school sweethearts. And at that time, I didn't necessarily, just to kind of loosely sum it up with her, I, I didn't. It was more so physical and naive, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. I think we've all had that kind of that kind of relationship, yeah. Um, where you know you're you're attracted to the person, and oh, they can they like the same type of music and so on and so forth. But you don't you don't ask them. Well, I want to marry you, but am I sure? Do you? How do you want to raise kids? Where do you want to live? Right? Um, what are your value systems? What are your morals? So, so the the important stuff that will cause fights if not divorces later down the line so I wasn't preparing for that so I was getting extremely depressed you know you could ask him I was coming to work like we've all had depression like legit depression to it to a degree uh, the the degree for me at that point was coming coming to work just tired like you get a full night's sleep you're exhausted mm-hmm. because you're just emotionally, you're drained, emotionally drained every drained single second that. of every day you know and the problem was, well, one of the problems were she was my whole life at that point. Um, I wasn't focusing on my family um, and and just a, a bunch of other stuff, man and, and so you know, and we we disagreed on so many things it, it, obviously, and people have said this to me like, oh, you're not going to agree on everything with everybody obviously i'm not I'm not unrealistic, at least I don't think but if we don't agree on the important things, everything else is null and void. Right? Mm-hmm. And so um so yeah, I mean so again I'm not trying to, you know, push on anybody, but um I was raised in a Christian household and but raised in it doesn't mean anything. It means absolutely nothing. Um I came to Jesus through Manny, the the homeboy won't that we want to get up on here, found him. Um, and I found actual meaning and purpose and direction. Um, and it kind of like I had I had the morals that I was raised with, but I didn't have the I wasn't I still wasn't Christian at that po- up until the point where I found him, and I was like, wow, this is this makes so much sense. And so, but so so at that point, I was still with her, hmm. and we were we were engaged. Mm. Okay, so I, you can imagine the you know the pressure that was on me to be like look I gotta get out of here but I didn't know how because I was living with her so I, and I didn't I was like okay well I, I had to freaking orchestrate this this crap of like how am I gonna get out you know I didn't thank God I didn't have anything there necessarily you know I, I, had, I had stuff to where I could take it in my car I didn't have to be like you know hey you you all my homeboys over there you know help me pick up half the place no like I had just you know just a few things Mm -hmm. and so I moved I got out I you know like I I couldn't I just couldn't do it you know
2: was that the end of the relationship absolutely yeah Uh. So what So what went through your head when you say you knew, okay, this is not it, like I'm done? It was oh. a long
0: process.
1: Yeah, yeah it was a very long process, but it was a thing of like, basically, are you saying like, what was the definitive moment? Like, yeah, like when you, you knew,
2: like it was that light bulb, okay, this yeah, is not healthy
1: for me, like yeah. I, I, this is not personally healthy for me, like. Yeah, where I couldn't yeah. avoid it, yeah. So it was a thing, like I said, it was like, look, I, you know, everybody, all the people who I looked up to and who I truly valued their input. And you know, the people who 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 you know sewed into my life and invested in me. I was like, look, the people, y'all, I trust you guys, and y'all are saying this, and my heart's saying it as well. I can't ignore it. Like oh, I don't wow. care. I'm gonna be rated out here. I don't care if you know the you know like sex or whatever. I don't care about that. I I seriously don't. Mm-hmm. So I went over there. I was like, look, you know, it, not went over there, but just kind of loosely putting it. I was like, look, I can't do this. I can't. I can't do this. You know, you, you're not. You know. As you all know, with Christians, it has to. Like, if you're in a marriage, you have to have the same views. You have to. Um, And she was she she wasn't sure about it. She she didn't agree with all of it, and she agreed she she you know she agreed with a lot of the stuff that completely contradicts it, and and you know and everything. And I was like, I can't I can't do this. I'm done. Summed up, but still. And so, left, and that that was. If I just left it there, that would completely answer your question. But yeah, so then, um, you know, I just, really ever since then, I've been growing with Christ and I found what I, you know, found what, at least I think I'm pretty sure that God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. And, man, you know, Manny and I are actually going to start a podcast of our own.
0: I do remember you yeah. guys telling me yeah, that. Yes, sir. I can't wait. So, Damn, have, that's have, cool. Yeah, I'll have, be your first guest. Yes,
1: yeah, sir. Hey, have, have y'all two on. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's pretty much, that. that, that is kind of summed up, Um that's pretty much it i mean yeah i'm living on my own in a way i mean jared's still paying the rent paying rent over there too but he's he's over in midland making oil so literally yeah i
2: mean that's <laughs> yeah grabbing the yeah. fucking things just making yeah. oil look there you go. I, I
1: did it for you
2: i had um i don't know if it's a hard question or maybe it'll take time to like collect and like think about but what if you'd had to take a few seconds whatever but what made you prolong the process if that was applicable to you as in like what made you say you know what i think i can still be in this relationship i think i still can work out like what made you stick it through so long like so you like i mentioned before like we were talking before you had that definite mode like okay people are saying this mm-hmm. my heart's telling me this but before that what made you like continue on
1: oh so it's, uh, yeah it's, it's not hard to answer at all it's mm-hmm. com- it's I mean, as guys, all of us can understand, look, it was part of it was the sex Mm -hmm. that can certainly blind our judgment to a degree because, you know, men can be seduced. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also it was just, it was the naivety, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was just being kind of blinded by emotion and not thinking about it, not necessarily logically to where you take emotion and the human aspect out of it, but just kind Mm -hmm. of to the point where you're like, okay, yeah but i can change them or yeah but i can this or whatever mm. it's like and, and and i'll even admit this like whenever i first became a christian like a true christian i even had this this very 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 minute and quickly disappearing uh period of time where i was like oh you know maybe, maybe i can lead by example because that is one of the bib- as a biblical principle but it's applicable if you're married we weren't yet and so thank god yeah. Um but yeah, I I quickly got woken up from that. So if that kind of answers your question, it was a matter yeah. of just like okay, I can't I can't do it. Um it makes no sense. I'm going to one of the one of the statements I think I've told you. I told you actually multiple times is um you can probably quote me on this actually. And put it on a book. I uh I was like I'm going to grow to hate her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I feel like you it's know? I feel like it's that for a lot of people man. Mm-hmm. when it's like it's been over for a long time ago and it just slowly tur- turns to like hatred. Like why am I yeah. Getting... Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, look, mm-hmm. man,
1: divorce is one of the biggest problems in this country. That's true. And you know, and like dude, like uh, uh, that's one of the things is like you don't find this stuff out unless you're taught how to be in a good marriage. Um, You know, not a lot of us have a good um, foundation at the home to, or, you know, a good example at the home to be like, okay, well, this is what it should be. Or at least this is kind of like some semblance of what a good marriage should be. And so... Yeah I mean,
2: yeah. You are raised by your environment mm-hmm. Like my parents are divorced And like how I take With my girlfriend I pretty much think to myself What did my parents do When they were married and I was like Okay And like Just remembering like The bad stuff I was like Okay I can't do that Because that's what led To my parents getting divorced I shouldn't be doing this I should In fact be like The total opposite So I at mm-hmm. least have I have that to reflect on To be a better man For my girlfriend Um, It's just like Okay this is what my parents did This is why it didn't work out for them and just reflect on that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but yeah, that's the question I had for you because I was like, man, like, like it, like I I do believe like emotions, like love, or I guess, I don't know, it's weird like saying, it's weird because being blinded by emotion is like a legit thing. Like yep. sometimes like it takes you a fucking while to actually see like, okay, this is not good for me. Mm-hmm. And shit like that, I'm just like, holy shit, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, so I, I can't remember what in the world I was going to say, but uh Oh yeah so like I, I I was you know you know like I, again as a Christian like I I use the Bible to outline how I should live my life right and it and it says it shows exactly what you're how to have a 100% success rate in marriage and what one of the core things is servanthood serve each other Lo- love is real like people who say love isn't real it's complete BS hmm. Yes, it can be like the things, feelings can indeed be observed scientifically, right? We've all heard that the the people, people, I can't believe people try to separate the two. It's like, oh, oh, this doesn't exist because I have this proof or what? No, it's both can coexist, right? Um, But it needs to be maintained. It needs to be maintained. You have to pursue each other. You have to put one another before each other. you know you have to find out what each other's love languages are you know and i've been preparing for a wife for a long time i st- i'm still waiting but um but yeah it's like everyone's like oh what what can they do for me if you're gonna if you if and this is to anybody who's listening if any one of you are coming at relationships like that you're gonna fail
2: period asking mm-hmm. like i what they can do for me
1: yeah. Yeah. If if you right. come at it at a, from a selfish standpoint, you're gonna suck. I can see
2: that. Damn, so sure. yeah. Like what benefit sure. do I have if yeah. I date this person? Yeah, if, if you want yeah. success
1: in marriage, if you want success in a relationship, serve them, period. If you don't want it, keep doing what you're doing.
2: Love you guys. Damn. Yeah,
0: that's some Thoughts Henry? I mean, I agree with anything this man says, <laughs> I agree with <laughs> no, because it's true. You know what i'm saying you can't go in there with kind of that selfish mindset it won't last yeah i mean you know and look saying? look
1: you know it's it was made as a as a covenant right so so take this a business agreement convert uh, compared to a covenant a business agreement you find out as little as you need to be involved as little as you need to to be involved and contribute as possible to where as much as you can get, as much as you can keep, and as much as you can receive as possible, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's as as selfish as possible. The exact opposite is is with a marriage, with the covenant, is it's till death do us part. Yeah, it's it's how it's by design to be uh, unselfish, and so that's one of the reasons why many, many, many people are failing. It's a self; they're making it a selfish institution when it was it was created to be the dead opposite. It was it was it was created to be. Purely selfless. You know, a good analogy that one, my, that one of my pastors actually uses is two situations in hell. Uh, two, two, uh, two situations uh, there there are. So one in heaven, one in hell. A heaven marriage is two people are 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 married and they're they're at a table full of delicious food, but the only way they can eat is if they feed each other, and they're happily feeding each other. But the same thing in, in hell is. Like I said, you know, table full of delicious food. They can only eat if they feed each other, but they're too selfish too, so they starve. Damn, that's a good analogy.
0: bro. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, and so I'm not looking. You know, just you know. Henry, look, I'll look. feed you, bro. Hey,
2: you got to feed me, though, hey. homie. Look. <laughs> yeah, oh, Hom- I'll be
1: full, you be dead. Bro. Oh god, <laughs> we're definitely on the hell table. Yeah, but, you know, it's you know, and, yeah. and just like you say, like I come from a divorced family, mm. you know. I haven't seen my dad since I was 13. I'm about to turn 27 this August. I mean, I've been blessed enough to, to have God put, put, put noble, moral, Christian men in my life to where I didn't, I didn't become a, a, a statistic of fatherlessness. You know, I've never done drugs. I didn't have a baby out of wedlock. This, is, this isn't condemning or anybody, but this is just the, the reality of it is. Uh, I graduated high school and I am not in poverty that like I've completely just completely contradicted every single statistic of boys specifically boys um this is something we can talk about if you want is it, it you know st- you know specifically boys of what happens when they don't grow up with a dad or or a male figure
2: I think like thankfully well thankfully like my parents they really wanted to co-parent So like I was able to see my dad But I can definitely see like how It's extremely hard to learn how to be a man yourself When like mm-hmm. You pretty much gotta learn yourself That's like from s- Exactly I, That's the hardest part I feel like Cause So I learned from my dad Even though my parents divorced He still wanted to be in my Me and my brother's lives yep. Um Till this day of course But I had someone to s- Teach me the morals The The code to be a man A good exactly. man To a woman And mm-hmm. like how to treat women yep. And I could I definitely see like if not having a male figure to teach you how to be a man um can really hurt you as a as a person. And funny enough, there's like a TikTok, there's a famous TikTok guy that plays his whole like I guess not gimmick, but his whole acting thing is like he, he has like a three three million, four million followers. Like he's pretty big, but he acts like a dad for you on the TikTok. I've seen him. Yeah. Yeah. And he does that for Kids that don't have a father, a fatherly figure, he'll do videos of how to change, um, your oil, how to change oil, how to change the tire, yeah, to tie, tie, how to shave down. properly, and like I'm that's like, wow, that's, that's, that's really, crazy. it's great, dude. Yeah. like I
1: love it, and I, you know, and, and that's the thing is like, I'm gonna make generalizations, and they've been statistically proven, but it obviously there are exceptions to the rule, but women on on a as a general rule, girls don't necessarily need a woman to show them how to be. A woman they can generally speaking obviously but generally speaking they can learn how to be a woman it helps obviously to have them, mm. but now with a boy you need a man to, to show you how to be a man because if you don't if if you don't if a boy doesn't ha- doesn't have a good man to show them how to be a man whether it be an older brother an uncle um, stepdad whatever um, then they grow to be violent overly promiscuous or just promiscuous in general or dead in the street or in prison it th- those are i can if I had time i'd verify with statistics it's proven across the board
2: do you think now do you think a mother can fill that void to a certain point or no because i actually just thought of that just now after you were talking about yeah it. i mean like i think a mom can do so, that yes and no yeah
1: she can fill the she can fill the void as a parent not as a dad yeah love you feminist um no look it's true a mom can show them how she, she can show them she can show them like i said just kind of like how to be a good person yeah not how to be a good man
2: damn
1: Period. But I, yeah. I know what
2: you're saying is like she can show you how to shave and shit. I guess, but like I guess it's like the impact of emotion yeah. that is, a father has yeah. with his son and his, and vice versa, son with his father. There's like a different impact emotionally. <laughs> like you, the mom can like teach all this. How to be a good person? How to shave? How to even cha- how to change tire? How to change oil? Mm. Um, depending on the mom, but like I guess it's like that emotional impact. But yeah, the, the interpersonal things you yeah. get
1: from from fatherhood and, and Manny. Yeah. Whenever you if we, you know whenever we get him in here, he's a dad. He has two kids. Yeah, two cute little chicken nuggets, Joaqu- <laughs> Joaquin and Jude. Love you too. I'm um, I'm their honorary uncle. Um, cool dad unbelievably yeah. amazing man, dad a,
0: one of the chillest coolest goofiest yes ever <laughs> in you, dude you'd love you it, it absolutely he's hilarious I mean, he's funny, he's funny. yeah he's hilarious <laughs> and he's a good guy he, he's awesome. the one that sent me that i don't know if remember i put it in the gym but that uh the tire he's like i'm henry yeah yeah that's him
1: love him dude y'all would love him but um yeah, but yeah and, and he, he'd back me up 100 is like i said boys need men show them how to be men period um, and yeah, like it, it just, and that, that's, that is one of the, I would say, one of the top contri- top few contributing factors to violence that's happening right now. You know, the summer of love that we call it with the riots and everything, fatherlessness, lacks of male role models, mass shooting, stuff like that. It's, 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 they didn't have a, a good. Male figure or a male figure at all? Yeah. They grow up to be. They grow up to be violent. A, a good quote that Jordan Peterson made. Uh, I'm gonna butcher it, but still, is a good man or a virtuous man isn't a harmless man. Oh yeah, I've heard say that. It's a violent man or a man that's unbelievably capable
0: of violence, but can harness it and channel it to use it for good. Interesting that and it's and it's true like even when it's like people that grow up with uh, like isn't there like a statistic or like even a show like on st- uh, like serial killers like when they grow up with no mom like they become like serious killers oh like, it's mind
2: hunters, mind hunters uh, yeah, yeah The a lot of killers a lot of, P- like like serial killers were did, did not have a good relationship with their mother mm. um and mind hunters it's pretty good like of course it's like acting but, like, they pick up on things to, so I guess, like, over-dramatize it. But essentially, like, Just these killers are, like, the moms aren't, like, they don't love them. They embarrass them almost. They invalidate their emotions. And I'm like, damn. So, like, it's crazy to me, like, how much... It, it literally is, like, children need to be raised in a whatever way you... I don't know. There is definitely a proper way to raise a child, like, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a proper way to raise a child. But it's, like, literally how vulnerable a child can be, like, in those f- young years of age, they're that, mo- I guess, moldable. Like, they yeah. will – they're like a sponge. They'll suck up all the information you're giving them, like, how to act, how to behave. Yeah. And, like, it, it's very detrimental that it's done properly. If not, like, it's just a, – you're oh, yeah. setting up for a future that's not right for the child. Yeah,
1: you, you can – there are unbelievably bad results and ramifications and consequences for, for raising a child a certain way or another. But and, – and I'm going to make this this – statement it won't be liked but i don't care um it's true um is and you can observe it is two moms can't can't, uh, they can't contribute to a child the same thing as a mom and dad can same thing with two dads because as we've just talked about they can contribute to unbelievably vital things Mm -hmm right but different things they're complementary to each other they're not the same That's how sure. made right yeah and you i'm just t-
2: thinking like yeah yeah i could definitely see some right? people not you, liking it you can
1: well yes but <laughs> yeah. it's the truth right and and it, i firmly believe everyone knows that because they have parents mm-hmm. it doesn't take that much effort to validate that to to prove that right. Yeah. Now I get it. Everyone not everyone has parents in the households, obviously. Hello. Yeah. And not everyone has good parents. Yeah. Stuff happens. And I'm not saying that I that, that I'm okay with that. I hate that that kind
0: of stuff happens. Yeah. But it's the truth. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just is it's sad when like like you said like when kids or kids like you how you mold them, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's It's crazy how like When someone grows A dad or a mom And uh, And it just You see it How they grew up Their actions Yep The way they speak And It carries on to their future Like yeah. even in, in yeah. adulthood
2: Like if there's some stuff That you've been through As a kid that fucked you up Like you'll somehow Project that In a certain way In your adulthood That Sometimes you need therapy And talk it out Like yeah. And I think I've never been to therapy and I think it's very good if you do. If you realize you need therapy, then definitely get it. Yeah. Um. But I feel like maybe this is just generalization. Like, I feel like therapists almost all the time ask you how your childhood is. I don't know. Maybe that's just from the movies. But well, I feel yeah. like they always well, it's, ask. You it's like, a like, source of your problem. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's there. why I think. That's Absolutely. like that's always a question that I think they'll always ask It's like, "Oh, how were you as a kid?" or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. And and mm-hmm. and
1: like you know, with with I have a little brother, and I. You know, unfortunately, he is dealing with a lot of stuff that I I, I dealt with, but I kind of, I, I was able to get past. Mm-hmm. And he's younger than me, obviously, by, by a couple of years, but he needs a little bit more help with it. And so I am, with God's help, I am kind of filling that void, you know, the best I can. Yeah. yeah, you know, but I'm I, I'm able to see firsthand the ramifications of him not having either a good father, both a him having both a bad fatherhood or bad sonhood, I guess you would put it, and not and just just not having a good person there. Because whenever he was there, he was bad, and whenever he wasn't there, well, he wasn't there. And so I'm seeing that firsthand the results of, of of my little brother having to deal with that and mm-hmm. all that kind of you know, sprouting and coming to fruition. So
0: I'm having to undo a lot of that crap. Wow.
2: Must be hard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Difficult. Yeah. It, it's rough. Like the other day when I was working, I was talking sewing and we were just talking about like everyone and if you think about it and the truth of the matter is that everyone's a little fucked up. We, Everyone had a rough childhood.
1: Yeah, we are. Yeah, buddy.
0: Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. No one had a perfect child. Even the rich kids, you know? Amen to that. Even the rich kids, you know? Everyone has a fucked up... Not fucked. I'm not going to say fucked up, but everyone had some sort of issues along the mm-hmm. way. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Rich kids
1: have it pretty bad, too. I'm yeah, not going to lie. They do.
0: Spoiled. No love for intent, like, from their family, their parents. Parents being too busy, probably. Too busy for mm-hmm. them, you know? And it's... It sucks, man. It's it's puts a lot of pressure. Like shout out to the people out there that breaks that generation. What what is it called? The generational curse. Yeah, curse. Shout out to those people because, like, I mean, I'm not here talking about my like fucking. Like I talk to Grace about all the time. Is like it gives us a chance to become better Mm -hmm. for our future kids. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't want our kids. To be fucked up like us And we're not saying fucked up But like have Like to deal with things That we do You want to give them The
2: best life they can have Yeah and That's what and That's the goal good yeah. yeah You
0: know what I'm saying i so, that. Yeah. I'm glad we find out That we're all fucked up Yeah <laughs> we are. from that perspective yeah. Yes we are um, And you know what's crazy What you say about The whole molded thing To put something In perspective Someone told me this I'll never forget it Someone told me Henry They said uh, They said The reason why You do these things Like With like girls and stuff. This is because you like to create so much drama in your life because you grew up with drama. Yeah. You're you're used to all that drama and chaos in your life, so you built it for yourself. That's your norm. And when someone told me that, I was like He's like, like, Fuck you, you're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) wrong. For real. I was like Nah. I was like (laughs) You're like what? I was like, (laughs) damn, this bitch. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you know. And like it's they're right You know what I'm saying They're right And, and it's you had, true You have to take a second To think about it Yeah it, like, it took wow. me like I was like damn This motherfucker <laughs> I was crazy I was like <laughs> damn <laughs> But it's yeah. true Like you it know It makes sense too It yeah. makes sense Sadly You know Damn So We got hit with some Good gems today guys There you go We got hit with some Good gems um, I, ha- I have one question For you Yes sir yeah. I don't know if you have one But I'm gonna ask him This question Go for it Uh to those people out there you know because for example guys when i worked with david we would always talk about philosophy but life um psychology mm. religion you no know. but what do you say to those people out there that are were in the same path as you of many years ago that dark place and and like they're trying to find that light or you could say god or whatever what would you say to those people like what advice would you give them Personally, yeah, I I would I would
1: have to, um, I would have to go ahead say yeah, it. I would say find find the Lord. He has, like I said, he showed me why he created me. And I could just cut it there, you know all these all these you know kids our age you know going to college and don't you know not sure what they want to do and you know wasting money time and and everything like that that everyone's like oh you're young yeah you're young you're supposed to get everything you're it's you're supposed to get stuff taken care of now so you have your life to enjoy mm. and and so you know finding what you're meant to do that's a big question people are having to try to you know figure out and mm. whenever someone can actually tell you it's like, wow, it takes a lot of pressure off. Um, but yeah, and, and also like fill you, not just that, but you know, f- fill your life and your circle with, with the people that agree, not necessarily agree with you, but share those values, those morals, that, that, that firm foundation, you know, people that will tell you what you don't want to hear, but what you need to hear, but will also support you. And, and the ones that will come to you when, you know, well, ones that you can call whenever you, wherever, whenever the wolves are at the door. Ones that you can
0: depend on no matter what. And thankfully, you had those people yeah. in your life. You know, what I'm saying when you were in that, you know, I guess dark path. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you got through it, man. Yeah. And not a lot of people, or a lot of people, are probably still in that. Still place, the process. You know, and it's good to hear that someone like you, and a lot of people out there that went through it and got through it. You know, and mm-hmm. in, in whatever it took, you know. Yeah. So that was good. You got anything to say?
2: No, we, like I always tell our guests we appreciate your time that you've given us because you guys yeah. you guys had to come out here, um. So I want to say thank you for speaking your mind, Absolutely. and then of course being vulnerable that we appreciate that as well, yeah.
0: um, and to hear your perspective. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Not it's always knows, seems, somebody. I think it's, somebody yeah. needs to hear it. Someone yeah. needs to hear it. Um, you have a different perspective from others, and that's okay. You know, it's always good. So you know that's why it's something I enjoyed when we talked a lot you know I felt like we agreed on a lot of things Yeah, we disagreed on a lot of things but it just made us it made it very like interesting for me yeah there,
1: there was a lot of stuff that, that you and I talked about you,
0: you were never exposed to you were like wow I didn't yeah. know that yeah and it's crazy and I'll tell you this straight up David like when I first met you bro like it was hard to become your friend I'll tell you straight up it was hard for me. I think he told me. Yeah, I think I did. Maybe. Like, it was hard. It was because you were in that dark place.
2: He thought you were going to beat him up. Yeah, you know. And uh, <laughs> smash his head with a tie. <laughs> Fuck so you, Henry. Hey,
1: Jose wouldn't help me. Dang. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh,
0: but then when I came back, I felt like we were able. You we were different. And, you know, something about me, man, is like when I meet a new person, I try to. I'm very observant. I try mm. to observe them and yeah. I try to understand them because I'm human and I understand that everyone. Everyone's going to shit, right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I knew you were going to shit, so, so I was kind of like, ah, I'm just leaving B, you know? Mm. And when I, I guess when I came back, when I returned, um, I got to talk to you, I got to understand you. Yeah. And, you Know, understand your perspective, your life, and you know, your journey to God and stuff because mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not like religious, but like, you know, we'll talk about that another day. But yeah, it was interesting, and, and I'm glad I was able to return, yeah, and I uh, create that friendship that I felt like, yeah. Oh, oh, and you know,
1: like speaking of like another day, dude, I'm more, I never do anything. What are you talking about? I, I get to go, I can come over here whenever you want, yeah, what? straight sure, up. So yeah. yeah. just I have to. Like last time, something came up and I take care of it, but just whenever, just let me know like a
0: week ahead of time if y'all want to get me on. Sweet. 100%. And when you start your yeah, podcast, dude, you know what I mean? When you start your podcast, bro. Yeah. Hey, don't hesitate to. You know what I'm saying we've been podcast, but we've never been a guest.
2: Yeah, we never have been a guest. So that'll be our first. And like whenever that day comes, when you guys make a podcast, if we if you have us as your guest, I'll be. Like holy shit! So this
1: is how it feels to be the guest on the podcast yeah. i get to That'd be, be cool. in the shoes yeah yeah that's
0: us question <laughs> yeah we'll, Shit. We'll, we'll, we'll probably be yeah. going
1: farther than like longer than how y'all are doing yeah yeah that's because mainly i can talk forever but. yeah
0: true. Sure. Okay. three hour four hour sessions the Joe so we'll rogan, be, yeah the we'll Joe be touching the rogan Spain. stuff man come on yeah
2: the wreck is not but we appreciate your time david and for everybody out there thank you for listening as always tiktok and instagram just broken our podcast show us some love there uh help us reach 1200 followers i think we need like six more on the tiktok we're almost there. I'm like fuck
3: we're so one, close. You i just want to see
2: one two zero zero fuck um but no we appreciate you guys listening and as always you guys
3: have a kick-ass week peace